You are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, everyone. Really hope you are well and healthy. I want to start off today by simply saying thank you. Thank you for listening. And really, thank you for giving me a piece of your time. You know, for me, my time is so valuable to me. So if I share my time with someone else, it's because I value them or I'm curious and want to know more. (laughs) And so I want to say I appreciate you for doing that for me, for showing up with a bit of curiosity or just making the choice to spend 15 or 20 minutes of your precious time with me. Thank you, really. And with that, I want to talk about another very valuable topic today, and that is our relationships with the people we love. And part of the reason for this topic today is because I'm celebrating 35 years of marriage with my husband, Remy. He is my partner in life, and the small things he has done for me over the last almost 40 years has been a gift. And so I will dive deep into my lessons learned in this relationship with my honey, but also in all relationships with my sisters, with my, you know, colleagues at work, with my friends, and, uh, and really all those close people around me, and hopefully provide some nuggets of information that you can find some value in, as well as why this is important for our project weight loss. So let's start with the connection with our project weight loss. And, you know, I'm going to usually give you the negative first. That's just the way I work. You're going to get the bad from me first. And the negative, of course, is that our loved ones will get on our nerves. We'll do things that are opposed to how we see them. And that less than perfect circumstances will be thrown into the mix on any given day. But especially on the day that, well, (laughs) that there's bad news, of course, right? So the saying of when it rains, it it pours, it's really not much off. And I was just reminded of that recently and hearing someone close to me saying how, God, there's so many things happening with different folks and folks are just struggling with relationships or with friendships or family members. And, you know, all of it, it kind of starts there, right? You know, you, for example, let's say that you have an event, right? And so you're ready to go out to dinner. And I'm not sure why, but sometimes going out can be very stressful. So we start to get ready to go out. And of course, the outfit we chose and laid out, it's not fitting right, right? Because we put on a few pounds, so the bad mood starts. Then you start a little late, so you don't have time to fix your hair the way you like another peg down. Or you think you look nice and your loved one makes no mention of it, doesn't even notice the new hair highlights. Then as you're getting your makeup bag from the bathroom, you notice that the toilet seat is up again. (laughs) And then your family member is in a bad mood because you're in a bad mood. And then your friend who is sitting for you is running a little late, but didn't call to tell you and you leave for dinner late, huffing and puffing. (laughs) And so the picture is set for the rest of the evening. A fight ensues at dinner and you both come back defeated. Of course, you've had the creamy pasta for dinner or pizza and a dessert and you get home and you are upset. You know there's ice cream in the fridge or you see the bottle of wine and you get to it revenge time, right? It's that revenge eating. You'll show them you eat or you drink 
and there goes your project weight loss. Then after you're stuffed and miserable, you tell yourself that they did this to you, right? You have your story of how you wish they could be just different. If they could just be different, then you could be different. Then you would show up different. But you see, the reason that you love them is because they're different than you, because they're funny, because they work hard, because they're kind, really. But you forget all this. You know, we live in these stories of the moments, the stories we tell ourselves so that we can feel better of how we show up. And, you know, this really applies to any relationship that we're in, that we go there automatically. We're excellent at having operating guidelines for our projects and also for our people, for our peeps, our loved ones. Who cares that these guidelines or manuals have never been shared with them or have been partially shared sporadically, inconsistently? That doesn't matter right? And why do we even have these manuals to begin with, these guidelines, right? You know, I think back throughout my life and I think about my relationships at work, the people in my world back then. Well, you know, we're excellent at seeing the should for others, how they should take care of themselves, how they should work, how they should treat other people, how they should behave with their money, you know, our family members, with their families, how they should not dump things on us, etc. And we think that if they could do all of that and be different, then we would be better off because we would not need to worry about them. And here's the interesting part. They are likely to think the same thing about us. And what's also interesting is that many times we mimic the poor treatment we receive onto others. We do the exact thing that we're judging them for. Our friend is always bailing on us. So we think that she behaves like this because she doesn't care. So guess what? We don't care. If our family member seems distant, so we retreat. Our coworkers, if they appear angry, so we get angry. We show them, you know, Why should they be angry with us? Then after it's all said and done, we get to thinking and we feel awful because we showed up not in our best light. And then guilt, shame, and regret kick in and we sheepishly come back or they come back and then we're super nice because we feel bad because we gave all our power away to the situation. And in this process, no one has changed. No one is happy. They have not changed and you have not changed except for the possible weight gain from the revenge eating or drinking. So let's take a step back. Let's pause for a minute because I paint a bleak picture and I do this on purpose because part of my story may ring true for you as I've speckled a bunch of my previous past stories with different relationships into this one story. We spin these stories of others losing some of the facts in the process and forgetting that these people are the closest to us and the ones that know us the best, the ones that have been there for us in our true bleak moments and that will continue to be there if we just show up a little better for ourselves and for them, if we show up with intentionality. We don't realize that if they were our boss, a coworker, a person from our church, a distant relative, we would never talk to them the way we sometimes talk to our loved ones. We feel the familiarity and we let loose. And yet I offer that it is in the caring 
that we can come back. It is in the intentionality that we can come back. As I have shared with you, I have done a lot of work on myself these last few years, and I have come at my life with the intention of being true and honest with myself and realizing that it's the daily injections of understanding and caring that yield so much value into my life and that of others. You see, it's never what they do to me or the circumstances that happen. And I've said this before, it's the story, the interpretation that I choose to tell myself over what others do and what happened. If I choose to think that I have power over my words, that my words have power, then I want to be careful with them. And you know, I learned this from my dad. (laughs) He would say that my indigenous ancestors, my ancestors belong to the Wichold tribe, valued the spoken word. And he would say to think before you speak. I don't recall ever hearing him being foul. And I've been a little foul, (laughs) not too much, thank goodness. And you know, I can be a hothead. And I did not always heed that advice as my sister Angel would quite frequently correct me. But you see, they were both right. Why would I treat the people, my honey, my children, my sisters in a way that I would not treat a stranger? Why would I do that? Because I could. And here is where it turns around for me, this concept of because I can't. You know, I heard it mentioned once many years ago and about, you know, someone doing something and someone responding, well, they just do it because they can't. And I asked, why? Why do this and why not be different? And then I thought, well, why can't I flip that and decide to do the right thing just because I can, and just because I want to, I do. And so what about you? Intentionality holds so much value. And so let's move to the positive. Let's flip all of this and let's be intentional with those we love the most. So circling back with my husband, Remy, we celebrated 35 years of marriage this August and both of us came down with COVID And well, it threw a wrench in our weekend getaway that we had been planning for a while. So many things got derailed. We switched our plans for Monterey. We were supposed to go to Monterey so that I could join some beautiful friends of mine. And a very kind and dear friend was having a private retirement celebration in Napa. And I was invited and happily, I thought I can go. I switched my Monterey trip to Napa. In fact, she was the one facilitating the project management training that got me thinking about project weight loss. So we were set to go to Napa and celebrate our 35th anniversary and also celebrate my friend. And I was going to train hard for my second to my last week for the half marathon. And all of it came to a screeching halt because of COVID. (laughs) My podcast recording a little late for me because of COVID. And yet, I'm the happiest I've been in a really long time. And to add to the beauty, I lost about a pound last week, probably because of COVID. In fact, I've been great on my project weight loss. And of course, reaching my project weight loss goals five years ago. You see, with my intentionality of my life, of my time, of how I show up, I have retaken my power back. I have taken responsibility for how I show up. 
my husband and I have been caring for our sick selves during this time and just doing the small, nice things for one another. You know, we've been having our meals outside under the patio and umbrella next to our little mini vineyard, our soups and having some grapes for dessert because they're ready now to be harvested. We're coughing through the whole tea time and everything, but that's okay. And for me, it all starts in the morning. I set the stage for myself in the morning. I get up, I meditate, I breathe <laughs> recently as best I can, right, in the morning. Then I drink water, check my food journal that I wrote the day before to see what I'm eating. And then I write in my gratitude journal. I'm grateful for whatever comes to mind. And then I plan my food for tomorrow. And it takes me no more than 15 minutes and I'm all set. I'm set to live my day, to live in the understanding that what my loved ones do is for them. And in large part, based on the meaning they make of what comes at them. And I choose to live my life with intentionality. And you know, I think about all my loved ones. You see, they've seen me through some crazy yo-yo diets. They've seen me through my highest weight. They've seen me at my angriest. They've seen me with COVID now, (laughs) and yet they stay with me. They love me, and this is such a gift to me. Not to say that I don't argue with my loved ones. Of course, we argue, but we really don't argue that much, not in a really long time. And, And if we do, it's coming from our truth and not demanding the change from each other. And By no means I'm suggesting that all of this is easy because it's not. It takes a lot of deep work and the willingness to be open to it. It takes the ability to let go of our stories, let go of the being right, gosh darn it, (laughs) the confirmation bias. It takes the clear, exposed honesty to be okay with pain and okay with fear. You see, I want to show up to be the best I can be so that I can contribute, so that I can contribute to my life and to my husband's life and to my loved one's lives and my friends and to your life. What if we did that? What if we could live with that intention? The idea that things don't happen to us, but for us, as Byron Katie would say, what if we could allow the people we love to behave in the best way they know how to behave, even if we don't agree? And what if we could allow the people we love, our children, our friends, our close circle of loved ones to make their own mistakes and learn from them because that's the only way they will learn by making those mistakes. And what if we could allow people to say the silly, unthoughtful things they say and let them do that because they have that right? What if we let go of our operating guidelines for other people and instead focus on our project weight loss and our truth for us and let them have their truths for them? What if we let go of the operating guidelines we have for ourselves too? And how we have to go to work so hard at work and bring that work home because that's just who we are. But you see, that's not who we are. What if we drop that guideline and realize we're different than that? We're more than that. Our loved ones hold so much value to us. We hold so much value. We're not defined by our jobs, by our circumstances. And above all, you see, kindness doesn't cost us a penny. 
And what if we could just be kind, just because we can? If you can please share the podcast with your circle of loved ones. And thank you, thank you, and have a beautiful week, everyone. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.